Let's start. I'll give you a nice, really nice cue. An intro would be amazing. Yeah, we got to intro ah, the guy. We got to, we got to, uh, you know, throw some respect on his name for his brilliant songsmanship. We intro him every single episode. <laughs> no, he intro. Hey, okay. He intros oh, us he intros every us. single episode. Okay, yeah. that's true. This time, this time, this time, this time, it's different. With Peter and Chris. This time, this time, this time, this time, it's different. Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Uh, we've got to warn you, this time, Ugh. it's, it's yeah. a little bit different. Yeah, really sorry like, I know that, that you've gotten accustomed to an old thing. Uh, we're we're sorry. Sort of formula. But we're going to switch it, and I'm so sorry yeah. to do that. Sorry you? about that. Uh, but today, the episode is different because we thought we would bring on uh, the guest that intros every single one of our episodes. The man that has made the intro that you know and love. We're going to bring him on, and we're going to talk about him. We're going to talk about him <laughs> to, to his him. face. We're going to ask him stuff about him. It's what a lot of people call an interview. And But you uh, know what, Chris? You know what this one's going to be kind of, kind of like? It's kind of got a, like a behind-the-music vibe or something like that because we could really dive deep into the process that went behind the making of the hit number one single, This Time It's Different. That sounds awesome. Awesome. Sounds like you just made yourself a bit of an edit. Here we go. <laughs> Rodrigo Fernandez stole. VH1, but it's really TGID. <laughs> it's going to be underscoring now. I'll help. No. Don't worry. I'll help you. Okay. <laughs> um, put your hands together. Peter, put your hands together. Clap them. Yeah. Ready. Four. Rodrigo Fernandez stole. Hey guys. Here he is. Hey there. In the flesh. Glad to be here. Very excited. Big fan of uh, Peter. Nice. Huge burn yeah. right off the top. A huge <laughs> classic Peter and Chris burn. Really set the where tone. You choose your favorite. I and with, I don't know if you if you wanted to pick me as the favorite because I. I was toying around in my head with like, would it be funny to be when I invite you on? Like, if I were to say your name, I was going to be like, um, Rodrigo Fernandez stole. Like, put a little spice he, on it. He likes that. Oh, you like that? Maybe that's why you like me. Then. <laughs> that's why you like no, me. No, yeah, that. I like it. I, lo I love it when white people try really hard to say it <laughs> in a Latin accent. Hey, we were I all thinking that. it. Everybody thought it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did they? <laughs> I wasn't. I was waiting for you know Rod to call him out on it. I'm kind but of the one. I like step. I like stepping in it. <laughs> in our duo, I'm the one that steps in it. Hi, I'm Peter. I step in it. <laughs> just, just stop me. I'm Rod really happy to be. Uh, I'm really happy to be here. I'm really We're happy, happy you. that uh, you guys, you know, use the theme song that I made for <laughs> your podcast. Um, I haven't received any residuals from it but and in fair, our defense fair. we have received zero money for doing this podcast <laughs> yeah so but i think far. we probably still owe them something i guess right yeah thought... we, we shout him out every single time i'm you know it's I, I write his name every single week in the description i don't know if you listeners noticed that it's right there right at the bottom right there at the bottom i got Getting a solid credit. couple of followers from those <laughs> shout outs um i remember asking you to record the intro and we were going to launch the podcast and then uh i think i got a like a text that was like ah shit fuck or something like that it's like oh yeah right and then about 45 minutes later <laughs> from that moment we had something that 
I gave no notes on. It needed no notes. But you sort of clearly spent maybe about half an hour on it. That's clearly my process is someone it, reminding me that I have to do something. And then I go, oh, man. But it and sounds then, the best. And so that's why I'm jealous. So tell us about that. Tell us about your creative process. Let's get behind the music of the Peter and Chris intro. Like, let's break down that 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, uh, at first, what I did is I really, really took a look at the uh, at the title of the show. <laughs> okay. And I uh, I thought to myself, what does this say? What are you guys trying to say with this time? It's different. Yeah. And then I said, you know, I think they're trying to just tell everyone this time it's different. Yeah. Um, and then I wrote that down on a notepad, uh, looked at that notepad for a while, and then I found some sticky notes. And then on uh, about 40 to 50 sticky notes, I wrote, this time it's different, plastered them all over the walls, and then uh, I wrote the lyrics, which are... Just you this reading time out the sticky different. notes. Well, but and yeah. and and just to give you a compliment for your process, you did push a little further past that, right? Every because then you would say with Peter and Chris, like you expanded beyond the title to mm. kind of include more context in the piece. Was there anything? I think there was a little part that you guys cut out. We cut something. Maybe no. Yeah, think... you just well, you, you just got pretty racist in it, and so we had to sort of cut that stuff out. It just wasn't, wasn't vibing. <laughs> this time, this time, this time, this time, they're white supremacists. <laughs> yeah, we just it wasn't the vibe we were looking for. Yeah, we were trying to go. We've had a number of people suggest we go veer that way, and we're just not about it. We're just not interested. In that. Our manager um, really you're... wanted us to do that. <laughs> I thought that was for the longest time. I don't know why. It's clearly not that. But behind you, Peter, I thought that was money. <laughs> oh, behind my Zoom thing. Uh, but so you have to show it in the video. Uh, what it is is a bunch of tea bags, right? Tea bags. Oh, nobody can see that on the podcast. Okay. Well, I well, put it in now. It, now I now you're this episode is different because everybody's giving me more editing work to do. So now I got to go get a frame from this. <laughs> then I gotta put it in. Hey, uh, whatever. Yeah, but you know, it's not my much. time. It's just yours. <laughs> Thanks just yours. very much for asking me to do the theme song. I mean, I. Uh, uh, you have a Gwyn, lot of great. Gwyn helps stuff. me yeah. out with uh, themes a good amount too. Actually, she she's so. in the theme. She must be right. Is she singing? Is there a female in this one? Uh, no harmonizing. No, no. Uh, in this you one, you harmonizing no. with yourself a little bit. I think I have like one harmony in there. I'll say. Um, it might even be more as far as I'm concerned. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, I know. It, it, uh, have you guys, you guys have won a bunch of awards for this podcast. Have Countless. you won like a theme song award or anything? <laughs> Did we win a you theme song award? You know what? We, I submitted it for theme song award. Huh. <laughs> what an award. I'm just remembering that. No, not an award. We might have got a nomination for it. But this is like those, you know, the Canadian Podcast Awards. That's what we won one for. But you won uh, one. I thought you guys won like five or something. We were nominated for a bunch. I think we yeah. just won one. Just the, the one. Best comedic podcast. That was the high watermark. And we have been downhill ever since. That's for sure. 
you know? Yeah, and we've... Like I said, this episode, oh my God. Oh <laughs> yeah, my but, God, but honestly, so, we're like... Loser. We're honored just to be included. You know, we're honored just to be nominated when we fill out the forms and get nominated. Like we're honored for that. So, mm-hmm. so that's Absolutely. always great. And 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 your song in my mind is an award winner, a multiple award winner at least. Mm-hmm. It's probably the most memorable thing in every episode. <laughs> that's unfortunately <laughs> true. It starts very strong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you have a. If anybody wants to check your, you know, you make lots more songs other than our thing. You have a thing an album called fog and lasers a two i have two two. and then i think i have four singles which maybe if you're if you let us we could play one of those at the end of this episode or something you know i mean that would that would be cool uh are you guys legally allowed to play music and stuff that's uh Yeah. yeah i don't think we legally count as a thing that any other companies are worried about so i think when we play like copywritten stuff all of the internet is like whatever. Yeah, those guys <laughs> can, can do whatever they want. Yeah, it's fine. Oh, no, no revenue here. No revenue to be had here. <laughs> but yeah, like if you have a thousand subscribers or something like that, then you can monetize. Uh, we're very close to it, but until that, I don't think we have to worry about it, and we shouldn't. Well, Chris, mm-hmm. you're actually on. Uh, you're on two of the tracks. Ooh. Um. Which ones? I forgot. You're you're on So Wretch, which is uh, you're That's on the right. chorus, which is uh, I'm gonna be so rich. I'm such a piece of shit. That's <laughs> right. I remember singing those lyrics. Um, you just actually caught me talking candidly about my li- around my life. I'm gonna and, be so rich. Uh, I'm such a piece of shit, and then you just recorded it and put it in your song. And the other one is dumb as fuck. That's the other one that you. Another one that I, you know, just was, I was, we were just hanging out. I was being me. Where do but we it is nice that I can send you those texts and say, can you send me just you singing along to this? And then in two seconds, you send me something like. It's the best part, you know, when I remind you about intros and stuff. 85% of it is unusable, but I usually can. <laughs> All you need is a, a few seconds. Your, yeah. <laughs> You guys got to call yourselves the 30 second geniuses or something, you know, because you just like Chris can roll out. He can lay down vocals in 30 minutes flat. You can lay down a track 30 minutes flat like you guys produce. Yeah, we really do. You're the NERD (laughs) of Canada. I actually think I was trying to think like when our friendship like was was solidified, like true. Like I know that I met you through Gwyn Phillips Templeton Philharmonic, check them out. Still uh, refuses doing, to like, be Montreal. on our podcast, by the way. She's been on it. Like, Still twice. keeps turning us down <laughs> constantly. Not, not she's she's be been on it. She's been there. <laughs> <clears throat> Scroll back. No, that was a, that was a, somebody else. It was a character. <laughs> yeah, she was playing Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, that was Jennifer true. Aniston. We've still never had Gwyn on it. Um, but I was trying to think of it because I know when I met you, but then I think it was for sure. When somebody tagged us in a photo of Adam Duritz and Rob Thomas, like, and they were going to do a tour. And, like, we hadn't made a sketch or anything together up until that point. Really? Was that it? Yeah, that was the the first thing we did. Um, We hadn't done anything. And then you were like, we got to make a video. Like, we got to mimic this video that they did. So I, like, drove up to Hot Docs thing. I think you you were working for the festival or something. I was in the middle of a shift at the Hot Docs Film Festival, <laughs> and I 
And the best thing was that I told them, I said, I need <laughs> to go make this video right now. And they said, yeah, go do whatever you want. And then we did that. And then we, we just put that online. And I think then we started a, um, a never-ending spree of doing Rob Thomas and Adam Jurett's videos. <laughs> that um, was really... It was super that fun. Was, that was, what, six years ago? Seven years yeah, ago? Yeah, a long time ago. Culminating in us both going uh, dressed as the them uh, to uh, to one of their concerts. I'm legendary rock god Adam Duritz. And I'm Rob Thomas. I know you and Rob go back. We like to come down here, you know, in the front gates of our own concert. Basically just see how things are going. Like to check out whether or not ticket sales are going well. The tour buses, if they're nice and fueled up. Uh, the parking situation here is a little bit of a mess. Sanya, say Sanya. Sanya, right on. I toured with Phantom Planet. We would always have just a steak. I toured with Smash Mouth. They eat a whole pig before the show. It's 20? Or that's an M? Well, I can't uh, really do that Duritz impression anymore, that's for sure. <laughs> well, it's, uh, yeah, I guess you're in... But he can't. That's not his hair. He's also yeah. wearing a wig. Well, he he realized how insensitive it was, and then he got rid of the dreadlocks, and now <laughs> he? he has hair implants or something. Did he really? Yeah, he got rid of them. <laughs> oh, so I'm not doing that impression anymore. You looked so believably like him that people were coming up to you and asking for your autograph. I had, yeah, we did have, um, we did have a lot of people coming up to us and asking for photos, but the best was going, trying to get backstage and like standing there by the side. <laughs> and I remember yeah. one guy coming up to me with his Counting Crows vinyl and asking for an autograph. <laughs> and then I was like, I don't do autographs before the show. Like, I don't do that. And, uh, <laughs> it's just and like... then... One person, one, uh, this group of, uh, group of women who were just like walking by were like, oh my God, like it's Adam Duritz. And then they were walking up to me going, aren't you supposed to be on stage in a little bit? And I was like, yeah, but I like to like say hi to the fans. And the lights turned off. And I ran away from that section. Oh, and Adam Duritz came on stage and everyone lost their mind. But people actually thought I was him for a while. The same thing at that Dwayne Gretzky show where I uh, did Mr. Jones. People were texting oh, yeah. the, the promoter going, how did you get Adam Duritz to come to the show? Clearly, it wasn't him. Like, I was not him. I was being so big. Yeah. The likeness is, is definitely there. The likeness was so much so that, like, I was walking around as Rob Thomas, and all my costume was was just, like, a pair of glasses. And then I drew, like, his, like, cat's cradle uh, <laughs> tattoo that he has. It's very specific. And someone um, called you out on and I Instagram put for that tattoo or something. I remember somebody was like, that's not the right tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> and I put like fake spacers in my ears just by like permanent markering little black dots. 
but it was enough that you looked so much like him that you just you assume could, you were just like that's a Rob Thomas, and people would go, "Oh, cool." <laughs> one of the security guards in the one of the security guards in like the I don't know if it was like a VIP bar. Yeah, or there something. was the Rob Thomas VIP section. <laughs> yeah, and, and he looked. We at couldn't you. go in there with our tickets, <laughs> but you said, "Can he go in there?" That's Rob Thomas, and he was like, "Yeah, I guess so." <laughs> like. Even if he believed it or not, I think it was just sort of a nonchalant thing. Like he didn't just didn't care if yeah. like, anybody could have gone in yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> but I was thinking like, oh my god, I look it so, was so we were casual. fooling people. <laughs> he was like, who? That's Rob Thomas. I was like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he just like did not care. He just wanted the shift to be over. Yeah, he was so. Um, there's a guy so and he's annoying. holding your uh, arm around you and you're getting a photo taken with him and he's talking to you like you can tell that he's been fooled. He's like, you know, I, I went down and saw you in like Indianapolis or something. You know, my sister saw you. Like, he's giving yeah. you an anecdote about when he saw you before. And I had the worst pit stains of my life because it was so hot and I was wearing that leather jacket and I mm-hmm. couldn't take it off because it was part of the costume. <laughs> <laughs> now it i know it's though. like <clears throat> we got interviewed by pj phil oh remember? yeah pj phil interviewed us and he wasn't fooled we, he was not fooled before we went in i remember that one the the worst one was this one woman who was like shaking because she thought i was him oh no like she was so like she was like oh yeah. my god and like wanted to take a photo but gave the camera to chris <laughs> yeah yeah it was like can you take a photo of us and chris was like sure like, and i was like you're gonna have a good time tonight like i didn't know what to say because i didn't <laughs> yeah. want to tell her i wasn't you didn't want to break her heart <laughs> yeah but she was i could feel her just shaking like her arm was trembling while she was sitting there and she's like i've seen you so many times like i can't believe this oh, is happening no yeah did you but, did uh, she did it like get revealed at some point for her or no she i left didn't say thinking anything she had anytime someone said anything i didn't yeah. say all i said was enjoy the show yeah but you did turn people down for autographs so there <laughs> yeah for you some reason people... i thought i could get sued if i right. signed something pretending i was him like well somebody has vinyl and it is not, i do understand why you didn't sign it because you're not him and you're yeah. wrecking somebody's property yeah so yeah i get it well and i wonder if there's <laughs> i wonder like if you could get sued or if there was like because you oh it's like misrepresenting or whatever but you didn't there was no um agreement of money being exchanged for the autograph so you didn't really misrepresent something they didn't pay for but also now i'm thinking like it's illegal to impersonate a police officer but is it illegal to impersonate just like other like other people like are you well, that's allowed? why Anytime anybody came up to me and said, you know, are you him? I just said, you're going to enjoy the show. I never said I was him ever. <laughs> but yeah, you're allowed to impersonate people. That's like what Times Square is, is made But there's for. definitely, yeah, but they're impersonating character. Like there's definitely a line at which you're now just doing uh, identity theft. <laughs> right. <laughs> like you can impersonate somebody up to a certain amount. If you get out a loan in their name, now you now that now you're doing crimes. Overall, Chris and I made about seventy five hundred dollars. Oh, okay, so yeah, it was, it was quite a bit. I mean, yeah. oh yeah, that, that, we had a real racket going. <laughs> and when you I, when you say real racket, I think you mean I, it literally. We had a, a real, real actual racket. racket I going. spent all of that money in the so Rob Thomas cash. VIP though, just like on like four shots. It's great. <laughs> 
very expensive <laughs> shots in there. I th- I think we did leave midway through the Counting Crows, though, didn't we? Like we didn't really stay. We didn't for stick the whole around. Show. No. Uh, we were there for Rob Thomas. Everybody knew it. <laughs> <laughs> now, Rob Thomas is great. I'm a huge fan. You're working on. You're going to be singing smooth on New Year's Eve, I'm right? Attempt, I, I am going to attempt to sing smooth. Uh, at a real concert and a real, a real event. concert, oh. yeah, for New Year's with Those, uh, yeah. Dwayne Gretzky mm-hmm. at History, which is the new venue here, Drake's venue in the yeah. East End. Very here cool. In it's very cool. What? Which, if you don't know Drake, Dwayne Gretzky, they're just they're a cover band in Toronto. They're the best. They put on huge shows. They're the best thousands, band. Thousands the best band come. in the country. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and Rod regularly them. performs with them. And what goes into this? What goes into the, this attempt? Why are you saying you're going to attempt to sing this song? What's the challenge? I mean, it go. I go through stages. I try to practice it. Um, I try to practice it at home. But uh, I mean, Gwen and I have like a deal where I don't practice in front of her. Um, <laughs> she kind of i there was a i think there was like and the thing is when i practice songs i i practice them for like a month and a half to two months yeah so i uh (laughs) i think when i was learning mr jones i listened to it about 400 times Uh, it was just so smooth i understand that Smooth being one of the most annoying songs ever <laughs> is Give not the type of song you want to. Pr- yeah, real. you don't want to practice that in front of somebody. You for... almost need like a soundproof room where you can just lock yourself in there and yeah. just focus up. Yeah. So what I've done is I blasted in my car while I've been uh, driving. You just go go for drives and <laughs> exclusively listen to smooth. I did a job Featuring where Santana. I had to drive. I did a job where I had to drive to North Bay and back a good amount of times in the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I just listened to Smooth for a solid, <laughs> solid two hours at one point. So What's the I job? think I got it. Are you allowed to talk about the job? Are you Ooh. working with any celebs? Whoa. Can we meet them? Well, here's the thing. Sometimes you do these... <laughs> Uh, very fun. It's it was a very fun Christmas movie that I did <laughs> up north. Uh, whatever. I can't. I mean, I can't really say anything about it. But it was a very fun time. It was everything was very nice. <laughs> I think Chris is trying to Fuck. get something out of you. There. I was trying to yeah. get some. I mean, Rod's always coming off his set with a with a, a crackling story that just like he's just buzzing. Like when he met some. I think he's got a good Billy Baldwin story. Oh, the Billy story. Baldwin one is a classic one. <laughs> tell the classic. Tell it. Tell, tell, tell the classic. Tell us. Tell us, Papa tell Rod. Tell us of Billy Baldwin. I did this. Uh, I did this like family show, which is about a uh, nor. It's called Northern Rescue, and I did this show. And Billy Baldwin is the dad on the show, and I play one of the rescuers. So I got to spend some time with Billy Baldwin. And yep. at one point. When we finished shooting at one point, Billy Baldwin, who we were shooting in Perry Sound, Billy Baldwin, this summer, the summer we were there, he became the king of Perry Sound. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Billy Baldwin was the absolute king. Everybody knew him in Perry Sound. And uh, 
<laughs> we showed up to this one restaurant where he's like, I'm going to take, he took me and this other guy, Michael, uh, to this restaurant. When we finished shooting, he's like, you like ribs? Uh, by the way, he's the nicest dude ever. He's like this. He's the good Baldwin. He yeah, was the, he's, he's the good one. He he's turned the, out. Just the nicest dude ever. And then he goes, uh, he's like, you like ribs? I was like, yeah, I love ribs. He goes, I'm going to take you for ribs tonight. I was like, yeah, damn right you are. Let's do this. Okay. <laughs> so he drives out to this like middle of nowhere steak and rib place. <laughs> We sit down at this table. Every the place is packed. It's like a nice restaurant. Everyone in the restaurant is like looking at over, looking over at Billy Baldwin. Everyone's kind of staring at him while we're sitting down. Um, and uh, while we're sitting there, people are walking up to the table. So you get this like one table of like two uh, bros that walk up to the table with shots. And they're like, oh, no. Billy, we're huge fans of Backdraft. Can, can <laughs> we get a shot with you? And he, go, <laughs> he goes, uh, he's like, uh, no, I won't take the shot, but my friend Rodrigo here will. So I take the shot with those two guys. And then, uh, and then another table walks up, gets a photo with them. And then there's this other table of super wasted people. It's like 12 people and they're absolutely bombed. Couple of them are like hitting the walls, going to the bathroom. <laughs> hitting um, the wall. Yeah. And this one uh this one and and here's the thing, they were like looking over at him and like laughing at him and you could tell they were like mocking him. Yeah. And saying random things like, if I was a Baldwin, I'd fucking, you know, I'd, <laughs> I, I would like just mean stuff. So they were saying it about him. And Billy Baldwin gets up from the table, goes <laughs> over to them. <laughs> this is a table of 12 people having dinner. And the balls that he has to like stop their dinner. And he goes, How's everybody doing tonight? And everyone's like, whoa, Billy Baldwin's at our table. And he goes, ladies, uh, I know uh, I know a good rehab center if, uh, if you guys need one. And then walks away from the table. It's just ferocious. Totally just says that. And everybody's just silent. And then he walks back over to our table, sits down puts his glasses back on and then just continues to eat his dinner with us. And like, I'm having ribs. So like I'm sitting there eating ribs going, I can't believe. Yeah. Like sticky fingers. Mouth's got like Like, wiping my mouth with a nice napkin. Like I've got like sauce all over my mouth. I'm, I'm really digging in. And I, I'm looking over at this other guy, Michael going, I can't believe that just happened. <laughs> like that was, that was awesome. <laughs> and at that point we're eating 10 minutes goes by that other table is super uncomfortable. And, uh, uh, one of the husbands from that table walks over to our table and he's like, I think you need to apologize to my <laughs> wife. <laughs> Who the fuck do you think you are? You fucking like super wasted, just <laughs> looking right at Billy Baldwin. 
Billy Baldwin still eating his dinner <laughs> with his hand up going like this. Yep, that's great, buddy. All right. For sure. <laughs> Holy Doing shit. The chirp Go motion. back and sit down. I'm in the middle of it eating my ribs. <laughs> just looking back and forth at each one of the and this guy's the guy who's like ripping on Billy Baldwin is like right here. He's wasted. And then finally he's like how dare you all this stuff and then goes back and sits down um and then uh, the wait staff comes over they're apologizing for that table that whole ta- the table of 12 people starts getting up leaving there's all this like commotion in the restaurant oh that sounds stressful <laughs> it was so stressful but at the same time i was like i can't believe he just got up and walked over to that table <laughs> and then at that point i like looked over at him like i we were talking and i was like wow that was crazy what you just did and i was kind of like i guess that happens all the time like how how much does that happen to you when you go out and he looks at me and he goes all the time (laughs) i'm like really he goes all the time (laughs) so he's told me that it just happens everywhere he goes and he's like i'm used to it so i just this is you know i call people out on this stuff i was like wow and i mean yeah he's a baldwin and i you know they call people out that's yeah, that's what they do. How many Baldwin? There's We're missing one on my mind. There's Alex, Stephen, Billy. Isn't there one Daniel. more? Daniel. Daniel. Danny Baldwin. Daniel Baldwin. It makes sense, too, from a like a celebrity standpoint. Like, maybe Alec Baldwin you just kind of can't get to. But, like, lower on the on the chain of Baldwins, you feel, yeah. like, may, a little more free to give him some shit. So he probably just gets it all the time because people are like, yeah, not even the main Baldwin. And he's like, <laughs> I get that all the time. I hate it. Yeah, he said uh, he said one time he was at a baseball game and uh, this couple walked up to him to take a photo and they took a photo with him or the guy, t- the couple, the husband took a photo of his wife with him. Like uh, he was like, can my wife take a photo with you, Billy? And they were being super nice to him. And Billy Baldwin's like, yeah, sure. And then all of a sudden they walked away and then the husband came up to him later and was like, you piece of shit. Fuck. Like, fuck you all this stuff and he was like you just took a photo you your wife took a photo with me so he was like people turn on you like weird. all this weird stuff and he's like i think he's mad because he thought his wife was into me like yeah. i don't know you could probably tell when i mean it must suck be celebrity and have people come up and you can tell yeah. they're doing the ironic photo you're just like they're gonna put you on instagram and yeah, be like, yeah. look at this loser or they I do mean, some inside they, joke. They like hold their like they make an expression like, and then you're like, "Oh, this is a <laughs> meme. I'm getting memed." You're getting memed. I like the part of the story that it was a side story, I guess, of because uh, you have an album, Fog and Lasers, and one of the tracks on there is called "Whip Your Dick and Tits Out." Right? <laughs> oh yeah. And didn't he ask you what you're listening to? <laughs> you're like, no, I uh, uh, I had just made that. Well, I had just released that album. And then uh, while we were rehearsing one day, the director who knew about the album, we were rehearsing and he looked at Billy and he goes, hey, Billy, R- Rodrigo just came out with an album. Just puts you and on he, the spot. Yeah. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. What's it called? And then I was like, oh, it's called Fog and Lasers. And then the director's like, tell him what, uh, tell him about that one song. Like, what's it called? And I was like, oh, it's called uh, 
whip your dick and tits out. <laughs> <laughs> Just setting you up. Yeah, and then he's a fail. And the director's loving it. He's laughing. Yeah, he's watching his quorum. <laughs> and uh, and Billy just looks at me and he's like, "What?" I was like, <laughs> "I was like, whip your dick and tits out." And you that clarify. was the convo. That was the conversation. And then they were like, "Okay, ready." Take and here we go. Let's roll camera. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit!" So I go over. I'm like in the scene. I'm fixing a car or something. So like I end up going to the car. I'm like, "Oh great!" And then so they're like, "Okay, ready and action." And then uh, he, and Billy Baldwin comes over, hits his mark, and then all of a sudden looks at me and he goes, hey. And he's supposed to say his line. And I was like, hey. And then he looks at me and he goes, whip your dick and tits out. <laughs> but this is him. He's standing on like a rock, like above me. So like everybody can hear what he's about to say. Like no one else is talking because we're about to shoot. But. As soon as he said that, I couldn't even, I didn't even start laughing because I just couldn't believe that he had just said it. So I was kind of just standing there being like, what the fuck is going on? Why did he? It also makes me, it also makes me think about other people on that set who are not privy to the conversation that just happened before. Like they're not in earshot of you explaining that song or whatever. Yeah. So their Billy Baldwin story is like, so I'm working on set. And he and goes to do, for some reason. One. He goes when he goes to do a take. They start just as they're starting rolling. He just yells, "Whip your dick and tits out!" to one of the actors. And that's the Baldwin's for you. These <laughs> they're guys crazy. on set, they just lose cannons. <laughs> you need to apologize to Rodrigo. Was... <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Yeah, those are my uh, those are my Hollywood stories. What did I tell you, Peter? Huh? Wasn't that a crackling Billy Baldwin story? Chris, Chris, let me tell you, crackling. Whip your dick and tits out. The stories were crackling. That'll be the title of this episode. (laughs) Whip your dick. Crackling Hollywood stories with Rodrigo. No, no, I was. I wanted it to be whip your dick and tits out. (laughs) Yeah, it's. If you haven't listened to that song, it is. It is um, legitimately really catchy and really great. Thank you. I don't know why I, feel I, don't like know why I said that. You know, of course it is. Of course it because is. Why do I have to preface? Because you're afraid of musical comedy. Musical <laughs> comedy has been uh, tainted with some think, sort you know, of like everybody think thinks they're it? not supposed to like it. Rod, I think there's Weird like, I think there's a real that's for sure. I think there's a real uh, thought there. I think you have a real axe to grind there, and I kind of want to hear that because that's my favorite type of music, which is is kind of I feel bad about I feel bad that I like my it's like early Eminem or something like that it's like I just like music that's like got punchlines or is a bit silly or something Uh, but I feel bad about it um I mean that's kind of the thing that I I wanted to try to do with this type of stuff is take it was like how do you make musical comedy that you can like take as seriously as possible um which I feel like People like Bo Burnham do really well. Like True. it's like, uh, but still, people shit on him for making some sort of like they th- they think it's, uh, um, yeah, Tim Minchin, hacky, Tim yeah, Minchin, hacky. Bo Burnham, they like take it seriously as artists, and then you've got like Lonely Island, who took it seriously as comedians. Pro- produ- produced so well those types. Oh of yeah, things. yeah. Those like Lonely Island just turned epic. it into a. They produced bangers. You yeah, full on bangers. Legitimate club bangers that you go to the club when we were that age, 
and we'd be singing like I'm You'd hear on that. a boat, motherfucker. Don't you ever forget. Yeah, but we we're we're so I I guess we're all basically we we were all kind of like raised to to think that musical comedy is this like ukulele yeah. duo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, Which, and I, I wonder if it follows to filmmaking too, where it's like comedies are sort of seen as lesser than, uh, in the in the like spectrum of movie making. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Of course. Is there a comedy that you would think would be an Oscar contender? Ooh, a contender. Oh, wasn't there? Yeah. There's been comedies that are Oscar contenders. I mean, didn't Tropic Thunder kind of like get some heat, or was that mainly? Yeah, for, like, I mean, uh, Tropic Thunder. Well, Robert Downey a... Jr. got nominated for an Academy <laughs> Award for being in blackface. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Commenting on being in blackface while yes. being in it. Yeah. Oh, I think it's. Yeah. That was one of the funniest things ever. No, I think he definitely. Yeah. Um, I mean, Mel Brooks movies or something kind of. Took <laughs> I love how we're like, but it was okay. It, <laughs> it was, was okay. It was okay. It was well, I think we uh, can make that call. I think it's up to the three <laughs> of us are able to make that call. I think <laughs> it's all fine. Yeah, he lost to um, to Heath Ledger that year. That's why. That's why he didn't win it because Heath Ledger. Who was won. in Joker Face? Yeah, Joker. Face. <laughs> Joker Face, Clown Face. Yeah. Yeah. And Man, that's and that's kind of the other end of the spectrum, which is weird that it's like comic book movies have gotten there. But I do remember all of the like Heath Ledger stuff. They were like, oh man, like he just like the role destroyed him. And you're like, Joker, the comic that book. Big, bad uh, that guy? was a big, big part of the publicity, though. They really they, played that up. Oh, huge. you're saying they leaned into it. They liked the. Yeah, they the, leaned yeah, into yeah. it. I'm pretty sure he. I mean, whatever. I don't know who he was but like he obviously had his demons before he got into that hundred percent and then they really played it up where they're like yeah. the role messed him up and i'm like yeah. i don't know if the role I don't did think anything so. yeah i think, <laughs> I think he's he, a human uh, being with human problems mm-hmm. yeah i think lack of sleep and other stuff yeah exactly and yeah one of the olsen twins and one of the Olsen twins. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do not know that context. You don't know that story that she basically that people blame her for the murder of Heath Ledger. For the murder? It's a murder. Yeah, now? it was an accident. She let. I, wasn't she? I. This it could be the rumor, but she was in bed with him that night and left him in bed. No, I think and so. And provided Something. him with the pills. Oh. She provided him with the pills. That's yeah. The, uh, that's Something all like that. I, I didn't know the bed thing, but. Mary Kate, maybe, or oh, Ashley. Geez. You know what? We might as well just say it was both of them. They're basically the same. <laughs> Half it of depends. Each. It depends what what shooting day it was because they swapped them out. <laughs> Is this they're a true always crime doing parent trapping? Now? Yeah, this turned from inside the music to uh, true crime. Now. True crime. Yeah. Who killed Heath Ledger? And he was. He was killed. Step one. He was he killed. Was. We've decided that. <laughs> Step two. Who did it? One of the Olsons. <laughs> they're both the same. It sounds like if the, these I rumors are true, it's more of a negligence situation oh. then. Mm. Yes, exactly. You know, for the longest time, I thought Lindsay Lohan, Lohan was a twin because she did the movie <laughs> Parent Trap where she plays both parts. And I thought it, I thought she was a twin. I and just the visual effects. There's two effect. of these. <laughs> You're like, there's two of these. It was too good. How are they both in the movie? If, they, if she's not it's a twin, how did they get them in the same scene together? <laughs> so oh, that still blows she... my mind. 
when did you find out she wasn't a twin? A few weeks ago. Yeah, just really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, very, very recently. Googling photos. I was of like, whatever happened to that other little. I know Lindsay, but yeah, whatever Lindsay. happened to the other one? <laughs> Lindsay Lohan is actually filming is... a movie up north. Ooh. Huh. Wow. At the moment. Very That's very nice. cool. Glad to see that she's doing well. Yeah, I like you know? Lindsay. We like Lindsay. Here on this We're pod, for... we like Lindsay. Yeah, we're very, we we've always been very open on the pod about liking her. <laughs> yeah, we're, this oh, we is, haven't said it yet. To give but you we've background, to give you background, Rod, this is a this is a free Britney pro Lindsay like podcast. Yeah, All of absolutely. our pop stars from from our childhood are we're very mm-hmm. we're invested in their well being. We want them to be free. Great. All of them, free free them all. Every last one of them. Get them get them all out. Absolutely. Is there? Such a thing as anybody saying "Don't free Britney." <laughs> I've never heard a single I, person say that. No, I guarantee you. I guarantee you. There's like five people that are not free Britney. Mm-hmm. One is her dad, who has benefited yeah. greatly. <laughs> that's true. That's and true. And then her the dad other is a podcast. And then the other four are the lawyers that were making lots of money uh, managing her dad's th- side of things. Yeah, that's true. Okay. They were like, "Oh, we're professionally a, a very pro trapping Britney." <laughs> yeah. Everybody else, of course, it's yeah. all good. But yeah, them, them for sure. What was I going to say? I've all long since forgotten. Do you it's think? Gone. Are, well, here's my Lindsay last question. <laughs> sure. Is she a twin? <laughs> we're we're good on uh, that. Right? It's we're gone. Good. You know, there's no finding it. When um, it's gone, it's gone. My my last thing I would want to say about that is like. I think it's obviously very good that the response to Free Britney was like, we're not expecting her to make more music or come out and do things like she can be just like live a happy, free life now with her millions and millions. But do you think there were some people secretly on the Free Britney side that were like, I I wanted that. I wanted another album. But she's like, Mm. oh, I'm probably not going to do get back into performing for like a long time. Now, yeah, anyone gonna... who's invested that much into another person's life clearly is just not all there. I feel <laughs> like I, I would never invest. I, you know, like I, I love, uh, I love certain actors, but I don't think I would ever like try to fight for their like financial freedom. Is there, <laughs> is there one that you think you'd get close? Like one where you'd like kind of go out of your way to meet them? If they were like you knew they were going to be at this at the airport someday or something like that, would you? Is there anybody you'd be like, I kind of, yeah, I'll change my schedule a bit to see if I line up with this person. Uh, I'm gonna say Wayne Knight. <laughs> <laughs> nice. All right. Okay. A little Newman. Yeah. Okay. Like, imagine I got to the point where I was like free Wayne Knight. <laughs> <laughs> You just had to know what was going on in his From life. From the tyranny of of J- Jerry Seinfeld was a real asshole to him in the show, you know? Yeah. In the, really? In it. Don't you think? Like, their rivalry, their rivalry was uh, so much that he, he, Jerry antagonized this guy to the point where he, like, just seethed. They both hated each other so much. I think Jerry's an asshole. We can oh, you're this. talking on the show. He's you're talking about the characters. He's talking oh, yeah, yeah, on the show. No, but okay. also Jerry in real life. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't Rod, see we, him we've already established nice. that Chris thought Lindsay Lohan was twins. Like, he, yeah, he's yeah. pretty sure Seinfeld is real. <laughs> That's a documentary. He used his own name. It's Seinfeld. It's about him. <laughs> when you watch I comedians mean, getting cars, getting coffee, comedians they go and get cars, and then they get coffee 
He doesn't come off that great, I don't think. I mean, if we're going to sit here and say, like, I can't believe stand-up comedians are not that nice. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like cool, good point, good point. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I mean... All-time favorite sitcom of all time. Yes. Uh, Seinfeld. And yeah, I did know that he wasn't the nicest guy, I guess. But really, the show makes up for it. So I'm going to let that stuff go. Well, and not to, I don't feel equipped at all to get into the topic. But like, there is a sense of like art over artist where you're like, I'm not invested in Seinfeld's life. You're not hashtag free Seinfeld. You just like the show. End of. It's like, oh, I can't mm-hmm. buy those jeans because the people that work there are really mean. We're like, no, I like the jeans. I guess we know that uh, Peter's a big Michael Jackson fan. <laughs> <laughs> got him. We got him. You freaking got You hear that? Did you get that, I Toronto tried. Star? You got him. You changed the theme to a Michael Jackson yeah, song? Yeah, I, I tried to open the show with Smooth Criminal, but Chris was like, no, let's get Rod to make something. You're like, art over the artist, Chris. Yeah, it doesn't actually matter. He says, just finishing up Annie Hall. Just like, as the credits for Annie Hall roll in the background. Yeah, just on the TV. Then I turn around like, all right, guys. I love that film. Anyway. I love that film and its associated artists. All right, let's jam out this episode. It is funny. It is funny once, like, you do watch it or you... You do watch one of those old Woody Allen movies, and then all of a sudden you look, you look at all the actors who do, who've done it, and they all have apologized for being in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Now let, let me ask you this, okay? So, you know, if you were gonna be, if if Woody Allen phones you up, and he's like, "I got a lead role for you in my new movie," are we talking you, now? Or are we talking now, right like now? Seventies. No, right, right now. Right now, okay. Would you say yes to that? That's a huge break. You're going to be in a Woody Allen movie. <laughs> the lead. You I play mean, just Woody the fact that you're asking this question means you would totally say yes. No, I'm, <laughs> like no, I'm just wondering what you would do. Okay, Your name, on. Chris Wilson, in lights, <laughs> Times Square. <laughs> but, Think about it. But Think you, about it. But you've got to kill a dog on camera. <laughs> would you do it? Yes, I would. By the way, my answer is yes. Would you do it? <laughs> I think that you couldn't do it. You still just couldn't do it, right? There's no... You're not going to get another movie outside. Or maybe you would. I mean, maybe I would say would. no, obviously, now because of everything going on. But like... It would do you no good. It, would, it wouldn't really do anything for me, but... You'd get to have done that one movie. Um, <laughs> like, ten years ago, probably. I mean, all the actors were doing it. Ten years ago, he's still... We, 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 we got him. We got him, the police. <laughs> yes, go to... Yes, he lives on, we got him. Carla. Uh, in the no, Eastern. I would say ten years ago, people were still pretty lacks on all of that <laughs> but wait okay rod gotta mm. call you out now because are you saying if people were more lax about it you'd do it <laughs> whoa we got him we got him. we got him <laughs> a hollywood reporter we Can got you him. edit this stuff out yeah probably no, 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 but this i is won't funny. 
Um, <laughs> I would do. Here's we're cooking right now. This That's is cooking. Really funny. Chris, do you want to know my strategy? And I'm going to be a little bit like you know, this is going to come off like maybe I'm a character from Veep, you know. But basically, what I would do is I would do it and then just be incensed when I found out after the fact. <laughs> you just haven't had your. I'm your, like, look, I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on Instagram. I, de- I didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> And then I would use my platform for good after I, I bought a house. I buy a so house. you plead ignorance. Yeah, yeah. I buy a all. house. The rest of the money, charity. <laughs> rest totally of the money, cool. charity. Clean that soul yeah, right up. Buy Just a get house that soul. and then use everything Yeah, yeah. Buy, still buy charity. a house. Like, make myself whole here because I'm not going to be in movies for a long time after that one. Peter, that's a $14 million home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gave yeah. another million to charity. It's all good. I cleaned my cool. soul. <laughs> Pretty cool. Okay. Uh, no, but to answer your question, uh, no, <laughs> no. I, I, when I said lax, I mean, uh, we, uh, nobody really knew what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't okay, worry, Rod. Uh, this only there's only like four listeners. <laughs> this is <laughs> this oh, is yeah. gonna be on Dateline. This is this is it. We'll ask you. We'll clean. We'll clean the slate. I'll ask you a different would you rather right now. Yeah. Thank a really, you. A really cleaned slate would you rather. Would you rather <clears throat> kill Hitler as a baby Okay. or just not do that shit, dude? <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa. Listen, you can't kill a baby, right? You can't just go kill a baby. Did you have an actual would you rather? Because that was a bad um, one. That was a bad one. No, that was good. I thought that was good. Um, my would you rather was going to be, it was, it was going to get weird. Okay. So would you rather, um, this is a, um, this is a tough one. I have a, a butt on your chin. <laughs> I pointed to my forehead and said chin just now, yeah. but I, and I meant, we all saw, I meant forehead. Yeah. Would you ever rather have a little tiny butt right here that functions fully like works about where? You, Sorry, point again. On your on your chin, right here, yep. up on your for, up in your forehead. Oh, but centered. Okay, <laughs> up on your center of your chin, forehead. Your okay. forehead. An yeah. actual butt. A yeah. butt that works and functions, and you need to like use it. Use it, right? Okay. It has to go. So you have that. <clears throat> or would you rather have two weird little legs on your chin? <laughs> On your, down on your lower forehead, on your chin here, uh, that like also function. They have got two little working knees, little little feet. They stink. They have hair all over them. You're not allowed to grow a beard to cover them up. Why not? Because you, you can't. It's my day. It's my question. <laughs> you can't have a beard. beard. I was just no say beard. It's beard. my. It's my question. No Do beard. I, I make the, ba- the rules. Do I go to the bathroom <laughs> with that butt? Yes, like you poop. have to. Oh my god! Oh yeah, and it maybe it even, um, it is the exact amount that you go poo now. You have to do out of your. That's butt bad. As well. so I, I'm doing lots it. of poos these days. And when you poo, this the the chin butt doesn't have to. You keep saying doesn't. chin, by the way. Just letting you know you're falling <laughs> apart. I'm just letting you know your forehead butt apart. doesn't have to at that point. Like you're constipated. So you have to go to the bathroom double the amount. Or two little stinky feet on your chin. Wait, let me ask about this feet. You said it's yeah. full legs. Does it full have legs. a crotch then? Like, do you have like a little tiny dick and balls? 
Um, no, it stops right at the chin. I'm so gonna do no the butt. Dick and balls. I'll do the butt. You're, you're, gonna do you're the doing butt the butt. Stuff. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. What's your the butt? You can, the butt. You can grow your hair and just kind of like cover it up. Right. That's cool. That's cool. Okay, that's true. I'll let that happen, but no covering up the feet. With yeah, the feet. you can't cover up legs or anything on that's your. That's not fair though, because I'm I'm a bald man, so I have no. It's gonna just be out in the open, an exposed butt. That's a good point. So you're gonna go feet. I was thinking feet, because then you you throw on a scarf or something like that. Yeah, but also just embrace them. Put on little like Adidas on those feet. Put on little puppet shows shoes. where it looks like at, clogs, you used to have a giant clogs. head. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that would be so funny. <laughs> yeah, you could do little puppet shows. That'd be great. <laughs> You'd make a lot of money off of that. I feel like Puppet Legs profit. Pete would sell tickets. <laughs> I feel like Butt Forehead Rod. Like I feel like I don't know if people would be like, "Ooh, I want to go <laughs> see in, that." I gotta see that forehead butt shit. Oh God, you. <laughs> I feel like hmm. having a butt on my forehead would help me get. More roles in a Woody Allen movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your name in lights. In lights. Times in lights. Square. Chris Headshot. Wilson. Butt on forehead. Butt forehead Wilson. <laughs> Directed I mean, he's not by getting Woody other Allen. Um, um, I'm uh, uh, come in my film. Come. I've never done a Woody, and that I still haven't. Uh, <laughs> come in my film, Rodrigo. Oh gosh. I kind of liked it. <laughs> no. I liked it. It's good. It's there. <laughs> we have a rule. I'm not. You're not allowed to sing. I'm not allowed to practice impressions. <laughs> I was expecting uh, uh, a Jay Baruchel impression at some point in this. Usually, oh, Jay Baruchel calls in. He comes out. Yeah, actually, he's he's. Yeah, we can get him on the phone. No, don't. Good point. Good point. Yeah, he's coming. He's on the phone. Oh my god! I'll dial nice. him. Do you want to? Do you want to talk to him? Yeah, yeah Rod. I'll do you mind if we patch the yeah, two of you together? Yeah, I'll talk to him. I, right. I can Here we do go. that. Yeah. All right. Okay. I'll just get it. It's ringing. Jay. Hey, it's Chris. Yeah, no, I got Rod on. I'm going to put you on speakerphone. You want to talk to Rod? Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, hey, Rodrigo. It's just, uh, hey, how are you doing? Hey, hey. Jay. Uh, I'm, I'm such a huge fan. Thank you so much for taking the time. Oh, it's just not even a problem. I was literally doing absolutely nothing at home. I was just sitting around waiting uh, for Chris to call, and thank God he did, because uh, the night was not looking great. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, cool. What are, you, uh, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you nothing. Doing? I I heard you're a huge fan of Blade. I I I wanted to say I I am a big fan of Blade also. Oh God, I love vampires and vampire <laughs> slaying and all types of Marvel, but especially Blade is my absolutely. Oh gosh, thank you for bringing that up. I was wanting to talk about that with someone. Okay, well, it sounds like you can't really open your mouth. My mouth is fully open. It's just uh, flapping in the wind. Uh, just really uh, letting the the gums fly, as they <laughs> as they say. Uh, so, what's your favorite part about Blade? His sword. Uh, well, the the first scene is actually one of my favorites. Let me ask you a question. Ah, uh, the blood what rave. Is, what does it sound like when you <laughs> yawn? Oh, do you want to? Uh, well, as they say, yawns are uh, yawns are contagious. So. Uh, maybe get me to catch something. I guess. Hook him up with a yawn. Hook get me him up like, with a sweet yawn. So that what I are you selling, Rod? Uh, 
Oh, that's pretty great. That was a great yawn. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Here's something coming on in. <laughs> you okay? Oh, God, yes. Are you okay over there? Oh, yeah, it's just doing a normal yawn. I think that's painful. what that sounds like when you shit from your butt forehead. When I wake up in the morning, I just always give it a big yawn. And, just getting ready for the day. It's wonderful. I love starting off the day like that. An actor prepares. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Hey, have you? I have a new audio book out where I talk about weed. Have you uh, listened to it? I don't. I don't smoke weed anymore, unfortunately. So. Oh God! Oh. Fuck! What was I thinking? Damn. Yeah. Oh, I'm a, my whole I'm a, entire audience is gone. I'm a sober man now, Jay. I'm sorry. I can't really. I don't really talk about weed anymore either, because it just makes like me miss it. it. No. The weed fad is wrapped up. It's done. It's over. I love rolling up a fatty and just doming it to my skull. I love. <laughs> I love weeding. Weeding out. Weeding out. Did you say yeah, doming just, it to your I skull? Dome it to my skull all the time. I just love weed so much. <laughs> I had to write a book about it. Would you say you're kind of like writing uh, Seth Seth Rogan's coattails a little bit with that weed stuff? I kind of feel like he has the market cornered on talking about weed. Uh, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't have the more. No, he. I'm gonna phone him right now. I'll phone him oh, right no. now. I'm <laughs> no, going to no. tell him that he doesn't have them it covered. All right, it's ringing. It's ringing. All right, it's, uh, yeah, hey, it's Jay. Yes. Uh, do you, I'm going to put you on speakerphone. Uh, 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 hello. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> oh, yes. What can I do for you? Whoa. Hey, oh, I can't believe I'm awesome. talking to both of you right now. Yes. Yeah, this is I'm crazy. Like crazy happy to be on the pod. Uh, <laughs> talking about weed, I guess, or something. That's great. Big fan. Hey, uh, what does yeah, it sound like work. when you yawn? It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That yawn just like. Put myself to sleep. I All gotta right. go. Yeah, so that was uh, just a bit of really. Uh, he didn't sound like himself today. No. Uh, just, that's not really what he sounds like. Might have been somebody different. Anyway, um, <laughs> it's just, uh, it was nice to catch up with my old friend and uh, nice that you phoned. So, um,. Did you have any more questions before I go and stare at the wall all night? No, thank you so much, Jay. That was really nice of you to take the time from your heavy weeding out schedule. Yes, I got to <laughs> yeah. absolutely chong down this Tommy Chong this this to my to my face. This yeah, there it is. Okay. All right, goodbye. Okay. Right, take care. All right, thanks, wow. Jay. Thanks. So that's so Jay Barzil is is not doing great, <laughs> not doing great. Sounds a bit lonely. And you know what? While I was doing that, Rod texted me and said, "I've got to go." So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know what? Well, you can go. 
It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. You know, we took a, Guys, we took I a have chance. a set schedule for dinner. I got to eat dinner at a certain time. No, I he's got to go. Well, this is how we end all the episodes. Somebody says they've got to go, and I'm just yes. wanting to continue. It's Are fine. Are all your guests diabetics because I have to eat at a certain time, okay? No, but, but all our guests do text Chris in the middle of a multi-character bit saying, got to go. They do do that, though. Well, we didn't even talk about did, how you're a diabetic. That's as soon, new no, as well. No, he has to go. <laughs> as soon as you started doing the Jay Baruchel, I, w- I went through a little bit of like a, do oh, I God. really need to be here anymore? <laughs> <laughs> is this more of a Chris show right now? You, <laughs> face. Max from A&R here. Everything you've sent me has no hits, and we need a hit to, if we're going to try and sell this record. For the love of God... Get in the studio and record a hit. Group vocal, where we sing real loud. So emotional, you can play it at your wedding. I pour my heart into this piano. And the reverb on my vocals sounds so sick We're really gonna juice you with this harmony And the drums, here I come
the Grammy. This time, this time, this time, this time, it's different. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 